We need to. Babe, are you ready? No. Why? I'm eating Ben and Jerry's half-baked ice cream. That ice cream has been in my freezer for a very long amount of months. Yeah, I think I can tell because it's taking forever to melt. It's it's off. <laughs> but it's still delicious. I'm just having to work really hard at it. You gotta earn that treat. I feel like I'm chipping away at an iceberg. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just chip, chip, chip for a little bit of chop chip flavour, mm. you know? You just beaver away over there and I'll just take the potty on my own. Hello and welcome to We Don't Have Time For This. I'm your host, Kate Remsy Rems on the gram, along with my co-host. Oh, the eating sounds. The eating sounds. Are you trying to put our DLs off? Yeah, I just, I'm, I'm into ASMR. Yeah, you are, but most people hate mouth sounds. All right. Oh, it's so gross. I'm going to oh, cut that out. That was a good chunk of cookie dough. I'm going to cut that out. <laughs> You're so gross. Oh my God, it really, it's like rock hard. Like it's off. It's off. Yeah. I told you it was yeah. off. You persevere anyway. It's sharp week. Oh. Explains everything. Yeah, it does. I remember when we were flatmates, you once bought a Ben and Jerry's, but you bought the wrong flavor. You wanted. Oh my God. You wanted. But you, but you bought the one that's like banana ice cream with chocolate chips in it. What's that it's one called? It's called Monkey. Monkey Business? Yes. You bought that one and you were so bummed and I think a little bit stoned. So you melted the ice cream down and hand picked the chocolate chunks out so that you had something to mung on. Yeah. I tipped the melted banana flavored ice cream in a sieve. Yep. And caught all the chopped chips and just ate that. Just went fishing. I did. Your commitment to a delicious snack is admirable. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I know you've got two kids, but every time I come to your place, I like raid their pantry yeah. of goodies. I, it's what I expect from you and it's quite comforting. There's a packet of salt and vinegar chips, I noticed. Yeah, they're actually for you. What? Well, I always have them in case you come over. Your kids don't eat them? No, well, no. Oh. Teddy's more of a twisties man and Isla likes corn chips. Ugh. Yeah. She likes like Harris Farm, like <laughs> artisanal tortilla chips. I love it. I know. Okay. Do I need to stop eating this? Do what you want. It's so yummy though. Just do what you want. It's fine. Show up authentically. <laughs> Should we do that? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> a one, a two. We have a thousand things to do, but we'd rather chat to you. With emails and meetings and husbands and kids. We don't have time for this. Just what you need to basic bitches with a podcast. Hello and welcome to Gem <laughs> Swallow. Like I said, the cookie dough is really hard. People probably having their coffee. It could be 5.30 a.m. People listening to this. They're breastfeeding in the dark and you're munging on Ben and Jerry's in their ears. All right. It's the recovery sound. You swallow <laughs> and then you're like... I always feel really sorry for people who are doing a presentation or giving a speech and you can hear that dry mouth. Oh, yeah. And that... Oh, it's so bad. Do you remember our school principal? She had that problem quite frequently. Yeah. All right, let's do the intro. Hello and welcome to We Don't Have Time For This. I'm your host, Gemma Pranita, a.k.a. Gemma Peanut on the gram, along with my co-host... Kate! Hello, Kate! Hiya! How, How are you? you? Oh, oh. jinxity doo da, <laughs> jinxity day. Vibe check. Yeah. How's your November going? Like, uh, fine. 
Oh. Like hard? But this whole year's been hard. Why? Has yours gone to shit? It's just like coming at me from every angle. Okay, but I feel like that's been us every month. No, this is particularly every angle-y. So it's coming to a head, is it's it? It's just everything in every department. It's very hard. It's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah, I would say my November's feeling like a lot. That's yeah. a good word. Yeah. A lot. A lot. <laughs> I wonder how the DLs are doing. We need a vibe check on stories. We need to like see if anyone's like whole world's crashed or what's coming in from those cosmic stars or if you're winning this november yes sorry yeah of course yeah if you're winning go you know woo (laughs) let's hear about that too (laughs) i i know i said this last week but i just can't get over that we didn't get granted a national holiday week after lockdown i agree we just we needed a reset we just went barreling headfirst into the bloody back to business as usual after all that trauma of staying home i'm just watching you slowly unravel over there i'm I'm unraveled you're a storm in a teacup right now i am unraveled and then caught up again i'm like the christmas lights oh shame (laughs) yeah that we didn't pack away properly last year that you're like oh god here comes an hour-long detangling all the regrets all the regret but every year i'm like and next year me can worry about this no i'm i'm systematic of course you are about my christmas tree lights of course you are hang on hang on hang on you have a tree with built-in lights. Oh, I don't remember. Oh, I thought mm. you bought the tree with the built-in twinkles. No, I didn't. All right, well, because it was so expensive. Yeah, right. And she's still eating the ice cream. <laughs> You've forgotten mm. that my whole reasoning behind not going for a tree with built-in lights is because they don't have a twinkle function. Oh, got to have the twinkle. And my favourite, you, you know it. I know it. At night, yeah. the kids have gone to bed and you just have that Christmas tree on a slow twinkle. I don't yeah. like the frenetic party disco rave yeah, yeah, twinkle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's aggressive. Yeah. Just the... You know what I'm talking I about? I do. Unfortunately, I do. <laughs> that, that wasn't a real conversation point. You know, you know the... But I actually do know what you mean. It's the gentle twinkle of the warm coloured Christmas yeah. lights. Don't yeah. be bringing those cool coloured yeah. Christmas lights Guys. at me. Those LED fuck ups, they're not okay. They're offensive. Go for the warm tones always. always. Very hard to find though. You gotta get in now. Maya. In, oh, okay. Yeah. All right. That's where I got mine. Right. Maya. Great big box of beautiful warm lights with a twinkle setting. <laughs> There's many settings, but I like the twinkle setting. Things that make Jem happy. Yeah. Christmas decorations. Yeah, I know. So, Revzy. <laughs> yes, ice cream mouth. What don't you have time for this week? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> you were going to talk about something. You just oh. want me to talk while you eat the ice cream. Uh, I think the ice cream gag's gone. Oh, you think? (laughs) You think that one's run its course? I'm trying to go to bed earlier because I've got low fucking iron, low zinc, low copper, low some other shit. And historically, I have not been able to go to bed at a reasonable time because I just value that me time so much and it feels like a waste to spend it sleeping. Now that I have a lot more time on my own, I don't need that so much. So I'm trying to hit the hay by like 9.30 so that I wake up feeling fresh and ready to get the day. Anyway, I'm not really achieving it yet. Good, good aim. It's such a discipline. Yeah. But you don't do it. I text you at 11pm and we have a rally for half an hour. Oh no, I never claim to, oh. <laughs> to succeed at it. I'm the same as you. I value that me time. Yeah. And there's that meme that goes around where it's like, mum. Sorry, I just love it when we try and audibly explain a visual meme. But you know what? We it's, do try. It's a specialty of ours. <laughs> Continue. Picture a quote meme and it's like, mum, I'm so tired. Next minute, scrolling Instagram till midnight. Yeah. 
That's me. Do you know what's on my mind this week? What have you not <laughs> I saw some crazy shit on the internet. Oh my god, yay. What was it? Okay, Botox. Yeah. But hear me out. Yep. There is a doctor mm. who does like Botox to people's noses. Oh yeah. And completely changes the shape. Have we talked is about it jo- this? Is it Joseph? <laughs> Probably. I don't is know. Is he in but Double Bay? I don't know. But <laughs> basically Abby Chatfield. Oh yeah. It's definitely him. She shared on her Instagram stories like a before and after of her nose. And I was like, how have you not had invasive rhinoplasty yeah. surgery? Like I don't, like it's some fucking sorcery shit, it's man. not Botox though, is it? It's filler. Whatever. No, no, that's very different. How is it different? So Botox freezes the muscle. Yeah. So it doesn't add anything to your face. So that's why I like it because I feel like it's not adding to you or taking away from you. It just freezes a muscle. Filler is adding what it sounds like. Filler. Like a substance to puff out areas. Okay. Riddle me this then. Yeah. How come this doctor, whoever he is, genius magician person. They they call him the sculptor and I'm not even kidding. And wait for it. He has a fine arts degree in sculpture and then he went into aesthetics. I mean, he's a smart man. I know. How does one add or fill yes. stuff yeah. to a space but make it look smaller? Yeah, I know. It's, it's witchcraft. I don't... Un- Abby Chatfield's nose looks snatched. But only- and you're telling me... Snatched. But it only lasts 18 months. Only? Yeah, but it's like $5,000. Oh, shit. I think. I mean, I'm just guessing. It's like a, it's a nose job. So it's cost thousands. But it's non-invasive. True. But you have to get it done every 18 months. Okay. Can we have this conversation? Yeah. I, it was Let's gonna, have it. Let's fucking have you it. You know what? It was going to be my, you know what I don't have time for, but I don't know how to frame it. Okay. okay. All right. What I want to talk about <laughs> is boob. Welcome to what I want to talk about with Chairman Raft. Shutter your face. Yep. I want to talk about boob jobs. Okay. Okay. We're all at that stage of life where the majority of us, I would say, are coming to the end of our baby making years. Yes. Many of our friends have declared we're done yeah. and there's some with the door open. Yeah. Whatever. We're, we're nearing the end. Yeah. So the conversation is starting to come up about what to do with our saggy tit bits. Yeah. And I was having a chat with a girlfriend. She said... You know, I'm really keen to get a boob job because she said I feel uncomfortable, they're really saggy, they feel like they're in her shoes, mm-hmm. it's giving her back pain, sure. she doesn't feel good in clothes. You know, you know the story. We yeah. all know the story. Oh, yeah. And then her partner said, so get a boob job. Okay. Full support. Yeah. And she balked because she was like, well, I don't know if I want to go under the knife. I don't yeah. know if I want to go under general anesthetic. Like it, it just, it seems risky, yeah. right? Especially when you've, when got... you've got young kids. Exactly. Yeah. But is there a tipping point that happens when your kids hit a certain age where you're like, <laughs> now I can die. Yeah. yeah. Now I can die getting boobs. Exactly. Because <laughs> that's the fear, right? Yeah. Because there, because those stories exist. Yes. Yeah, fear and... doesn't come from nowhere. No, Cher's mom in The Clueless had died from routine rhinoplasty. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah. Is that true? That was the storyline. Oh my God, I really need to Was it rhinoplasty or... I think it was, oh, what was the one where they suck your fat out? Liposuction. Liposuction, yeah. It's like, my mom died from some routine liposuction. Oh my God, I need to revisit Clueless. Yeah, I forgot about that oh. key plot line. Oh, it's a late, oh my God, you could be Dion and I'll be Cher. I want to be Cher. Let's okay. be colorblind casting. Sure, you be Cher and I'll be Ty. Yes. <laughs> you can make me over in the bath. Perfect. <laughs> so I guess my question to you, Revzy, yeah. is what's your feeling about it all? Because, sorry to jump in, I asked you a question <laughs> and then I'm answering it. Of course. I remember after having Rafa, 
I felt so alien in my body. It's it changed. The the stretch marks, skin sags, like everything's just different. Yeah. And I was very vocal to him about I want a mummy makeover. Yeah. Which included things such as a breast lift. <laughs> yeah. I'm not really interested in having big kahunas or mm-hmm. getting implants. It's yeah. more about just bringing these puppies back to a bouncy, happy place. A little restoration. A little restoration situation. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So a tummy tuck. Mm-hmm. And a bit of bobo. Bit of bobo. That's all. That's all. That's all. Do you know what I miss? Just missed? a head to toe makeover. <laughs> I really miss, this is so niche and specific, but you know, we get nostalgic for our like youth Mm -hmm. and we feel like, yeah, youth really is wasted on the young. Like I did not appreciate what I had, but I miss rocking the no bra Mm. and then you have like a bit of side boob. Mm -hmm. My side boob is like a folded wallet. Yeah. (laughs) Like it's like this sad, you got a waxed labia on the side of your body. That looks strange. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's all a bit sad. It is sad. Mm. <laughs> so would you do it? Well, now I feel like our friend where I'm like to go through with it. And what's the recovery? And mm. how long does that put not just me out, but my family out? Yeah. Yes. A long time. There's a few mums that I follow on Instagram who have very publicly shared their journeys into various procedures, whether it's a boob reduction. I, there is a mum on Instagram who did a breast explant, which I found really oh, interesting. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. So she's had she a took imp- out her Thailand um, implants from her 20s or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Because one of them was leaking. It was causing oh, a whole heap of discomfort. <laughs> and then there was also another mum who got a tummy tuck that I followed and another one who got like a liposuction. Yeah, right. Oof. Yeah. All right. I have lots of thoughts and feelings. Yeah, talk, talk it out. But wait, so you're not sure? I, I'm... I, it, <sighs> I feel like my bark is louder than my bite. Sure, yeah. Like, I'm like, I'm in full support of women getting things done that make them feel good. Yeah. And I still feel alien in my body. So I'm just going to do what makes me feel happy. And right now, that's getting my boobs back to what they were. Yeah. Getting a bit of lipo, getting my tummy, whatever. But then if someone was like, all right, lie down on this <laughs> gurney. No, what do they call it? <laughs> Surgical bed. <laughs> <laughs> Lie down on this table and uh, here's, do it my, right now. here's my knife. Yeah. Here's my little marker. Here's a bit of oxygen that's going to put you to say, I don't know. Welcome then... to botched. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't want to do it. Yeah. Plus it's very expensive. Of course. I said to my ex-husband uh, at one point, I want to have my boobs on when I finish breastfeeding. And he was the same. He's like, so get a boob job. Fair enough. They've been through a lot. And I was like, it's 30 grand. He was like, no way. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I have a lot of feelings. Yes. A lot of thoughts. Absolutely. If you really want it, I would never judge anyone else for doing it. No judgment on the idea of it. I think it's all great. Whatever makes you happy. For me, I get fucking ragey mad at the goddamn patriarchy on this topic. The fact that the men we procreated with literally just blew their load in us and now they have family and children and it's not been all easy peasy for them, but their bodies have not changed at all. Not even slightly. Not in even fact, my slightly. husband is looking the best he's ever looked. Never looked better. Like aging into a sexy fucking fox, right? Like, and I, that, this is true. When I look around at all the men in our lives, I'm like, you were a little bit orkies in your 20s and now you're cresting 40. You're a fucking smoke show. Yeah. So what the fuck is that about? I guess that's just the way we age and that's evolution and, you know, like human beings or whatever, like don't rail against the machine. But... They aren't going and getting procedures and having recovery and risking going under at general anesthetic and things. Hold up. 
I have to stop you there. Okay. I know a few men cresting yeah. their 40s yep. who are deep in Botox land. Okay. Okay. But Botox is different. Why? It's non-invasive. It's a needle in the face. It's 300 bucks. Okay. You get on with your day. Okay, then what under the knife procedures are available to men? Oh, they can get anything they want. Such as? Like any boobs. Yeah, they can have like a pec situation. They can get lipo. They can get they can get anything. Yeah. Anyway, I'm not raging at men in particular. It's just like the fucking patriarchy that's not a fair split on who like has to work hard to look to a certain beauty standard. When we came out of lockdown, all those jerk offs had to do was go get a haircut. They all looked foxy again. I had like 12 appointments. (laughs) And no, no one's forcing me to do it. I don't have to do it. But you know, like all those things have just become part of like what we do to feel human and like we're acceptable in society. So philosophically... That's how I feel, right? And I would like to just be like, just learn to love your body, be cool with it, buy a beautiful bras, buy nice clothes, eat to feel good, exercise to feel good, all those things, philosophically. Now, I have looked into a breast lift. You have? I've looked into it. How much is it? 30 grand. You don't want this. Is it really 30 grand? Because I was told 10. No, that's a dodgy one. DLs who have had boob jobs. Slide on in. I'm genuinely sure. I'm interested. sure someone's had a mint 10 grand boob job. But if I'm going to get a boob job, I want the fucking Rolls Royce of that. Of course. Yeah. I have a very, very good girlfriend. She has a very, very good boob job. It was 30 grand. And it's not for life. Hers are implants, though. It wasn't a lift. So a lift may be cheaper. Well, someone was telling me that they can now suction a bit of fat from another part of your body and inject it to fill your boobs. Sure. I just, it's all a bit Franken-mummy for me. Do you know what I mean? Like, how is that going to look? How is my bum fat going to look good on my chest? But anyway, I don't want implants either because I've got bloody double Ds. So I would like a lift. However, every time I kind of really think about it, I'm like... I think I'm okay just to buy like a really beautiful bra for 200 bucks, which I would never normally buy a $200 bra. But I, if I think I'm going to have 30 grand surgery, maybe I'll just go buy a $200 bra. Yeah, I think I'm in the same camp as you. Yeah, like I think I'm like, yeah, it's not ideal. My boobs are lower. There is more of a side boob fold. Is it really going to change my life to suddenly be able to wear a singlet without a bra? That's the dream for me is like to not wear a bra at all and just like rock a skinny top and not have the like... <laughs> What What do we even call that? The pancake cleavage. Yeah. You know? Because I've had big boobs since I was very young. You have. So they've had a lot of time to descend. (laughs) And then breastfeeding really took it over the line. But, you know, like, I don't know. I'm kind of okay with where they are now. How good's that? But I was, but I am four and a half years from my last kid. See, I wonder if I'll have a similar feeling where it's like the further away you get from baby making, the older you get. And I wonder if more self-acceptance. Yeah. Bleeds in and you're like, eh, I yeah. don't give a fuck. Yeah. I kind of understand more and I've never really seen a good one, but I haven't looked that much. But a tummy tuck, I get that because you know that bit you have after yeah. after having a pregnant belly that you literally can't exercise away. No. There's, that you can't exercise or diet I that call away. It the pouch. The pouch. It's just, it's going to be there. Yeah. It's going to be there forever. And again, I'm probably just going to get good with it. But the idea that someone could just magically take that away is appealing. Is appealing. But. There's a mum on Instagram. Yep. I know, I keep talking about these. Welcome to it. There's a mum on Instagram with Gemma Peanut. <laughs> 
she got a tummy tuck and yep. she's shared her scar and yep. I was like fuck that's gnarly oh like a Caesar scar it's a oh but it's like yeah. grin scar like it's yeah. from hip to hip yeah. you know it's not like a neat little c-section scar which yep. I would say is the length of a small avocado so they don't go through your belly button or anything nifty like that well I, I don't know apparently they this is so gross but they cut you open mm-hmm. like slice you hip yep. to hip right and then tug the skin down oh and literally tuck it and tuck it like yeah, a bed yeah. sheet <laughs> yeah oh. and then they make a new belly button ew oh that's why it looks kind of strange yes yeah nah i'm not into it but what about lipo nah okay here's the other thing about tummy tucks and breast lifts you have to keep a consistent weight afterwards or it all fucks up. So that's me out. I don't want to have to like keep a consistent weight my whole life to maintain this 30 grand surgery. If you put on weight or whatever, it kind of undoes itself. Oh, okay. You know? Yeah, yeah. And then what if you get prego again accidentally and then what? you're like, ah, fucked it again. It's like when you go and spend all this money getting laser hair yeah. removal. Me. And then Hand you get emoji. pregnant. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, great. The growth hormone. Everything's back. Better make her warm for winter. <laughs> Cooking a human. Let's put a fuzz all over her. Yep. Yeah. I know. And then you're back in the clinic. Yeah. Getting your laser done. Yep. I didn't do anything between Isla and Teddy because I knew it was just a waste oh, of time. Oh, there's no point. There was a strong Yeti phase between Isla and Teddy where I was like, I don't care. I'm going to have another baby. Just let's, let's just let it ride. And then after Teddy, let's get on top of it. And that's what you did? I, I don't know. Did I? I don't know. I think I yo-yoed for a few years. had a few weddings. <laughs> anyway, I don't know. I don't think it's for me. I definitely don't think it's for you. I just don't. I'm too lazy. You haven't even got the Botox you've been talking about for a year. And that's non-invasive and you can book it online. So. Excuse me, the podcast is not a year old yet. Oh, in like a week it's a year old. No, it's not. When is it? A month. Okay, in a month it's a year. Okay, so let me rephrase. You haven't even got the Botox you said you were going to get 11 months ago. <laughs> I know. Hello, lockdown. But also, we're out now. And I still haven't booked an appointment. I've been talking about getting laser hair top up. Haven't done that. I've been talking about getting my hair done with Maria. Haven't done that. I'm I'm shit at booking appointments. Yes. I'm lazy. I've got all these vouchers that I've just never used. Yeah. Um, that were really generous birthday presents. They're all about to bloody expire. Yeah. And I haven't booked anything in. I mean, like, and who cares, really? Like, who do you want to be super hot naked for? Your cum tum husband? <laughs> <laughs> yes I know I guess like yeah. I said my hubs is looking so good at the yeah. moment and I'm like this is terrible to say and I would smack any woman who said this about themselves but I'm like oh I'm the letdown in oh the you're not though no I Oh my not, God. I promise I'm not fishing, but he just looks so good. He does look good, but you he is punching. You're a, you've always been the foxy one. Lol. Well, you have. I disagree. Are you kidding? I completely disagree. In his words, I'm punching. <laughs> um, no, I know. It's just not fair that nothing changes for them and it all changes for us. It's so funny because this chat about boob jobs and mummy makeovers and whatever, for me, I don't even think about the men. They don't even come into the equation for me. Okay, sure. I come purely from the perspective of what's going to make me feel more confident, better, what's going to enhance my life, what's going to take away some insecurities. And it's that classic conversation about how women do things for women. It's like how women dress for women. They don't actually dress for men. This was a conversation in my office the other day. Talk it up. Amongst the young kids what were their observations they were talking about when you dress girl hot or boy hot 
There's a difference. Yes, which all of it is problematic because it's like just dress to express yourself or whatever. You dress to attract women as in for your girlfriend. So they're like, oh my God, I love that outfit. Is that my toe? You know? yeah, yeah. Or you dress to attract like a cis man. Yeah. And it's like, wake that up, make that tight, you know, make it higher down there. Did they were just talking about the difference if you're like trying to pull. Or There's if a huge you're difference. Just trying to like hang with your chicks. For sure. Yeah. Did we used to do that? I definitely feel like I dressed for women. Yeah. For my friends more than I did for men. I don't remember ever. I guess you always had a boyfriend. Yeah, I'm a serial monogamous. From way back. Yeah. Very few breaks in between. Yeah, you're a real monkey swinger. One one branch to the next. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about myself. Oh, <laughs> what do you mean? Being that way. Well, because if I, if I break it down, it's like... Why, Gemma? Oh, yeah. Why? Why? Why don't you like yourself? <laughs> Why can't you be with your own company? Why do you need to be codependent with mm. someone? Why do you feel a need to share a life? What does success look like to you? <laughs> Where do you see yourself in 10 years, Gemma? <laughs> you get really deep on this. But I am. You know, DLs, I feel like we've been hanging out long enough now that I'm comfortable <laughs> to share this. But I've never had a one night stand. Yeah, that's upsetting. It's it's a bit of a letdown. Yeah. And I know one night stands can be fizzes and they're totally overrated. And there's nothing better than having sex with a man who knows their way around you and you know your way around them. And oh, yeah, do you know, you're figuring each other out. But I've never had one. Yeah. And so you don't know what you're talking about. I've got no fucking <laughs> idea. So feel free to correct me. Oh. <sighs> I have had a one night stand, but I didn't think it was going to be a one night stand, which is almost more depressing than yours. Oh, shame. Yeah, you know, you think it's something and then you're like, oh, whoops, that was a one night stand. Mm. I mean, was it good? Uh, yeah, sure. Were you drunk? <laughs> like, I, 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 I just need to live through you for a second. No, I don't really remember. It was <laughs> in my single days. I honestly don't really remember. You don't really take big memories from those kind of experiences well maybe that's the key ingredient of a one night stand is no one remembers because you're all too wasted <laughs> you don't have to be wasted to have a one night stand no i feel like maybe you do no you definitely don't i just sometimes feel like i'm quite boring yeah sure like i Gemma, you haven't lived mm. you never had a one night stand but then if you were to ask me right now go and have a one night stand i'd be like no yeah midlife crisis coming up <laughs> at 40 you're gonna be like i haven't lived i need to experience you're gonna eat pray love out of here we'll find you in bali oh god under no. some 28 year old boy with a peace tattoo <laughs> you are just a paired up codependent little bunny you like to be in a relationship i am happiest in a relationship i like i've got a lot of love to give you do. i know that's really cheesy and no, cliche you do but i do i enjoy structure <laughs> Well, I just think my husband always says this. He he used to travel a lot for work and I used to give him shit because I was like, oh, your job's so tough. You wine and dine clients and stay in fancy hotels. And he straight up looked at me deadpan and went, there is nothing lonelier than a hotel room. Yeah. doesn't matter how nice it is. Yeah. He basically said, unless you're sharing a hotel room with someone, it actually feels quite stark. It almost amplifies the fact that you are on your own. Yeah. And I thought, God, that's a really good point. Yeah. It is lonely. I guess it depends who you are. I mean, I'm a big believer 
life is better shared. You know, if you can experience things and you get to experience them with someone whose opinion you want to get on whatever you're experiencing or someone's take or seeing something through their eyes or doing something for them or they do something for you. Like, that's beautiful. Absolutely. That's really special. And I I definitely want that. And I get why you seek that out. The, The time in your life I've ever seen you the most anxious is when you were single. Oh, for sure. You were just like, I just don't know how to do this mode. I was a boat without and a rudder. I didn't so know. So many going. people wanted to ask you out, and you were just like, oh, like absolute clam. You were like, nope. What? No. I don't know. I don't know them. I don't know them. I'm not good with strangers. I have to get to know them. You're not good with strangers. You've got epic stranger danger. When it comes to men, yeah. I wonder if in a past life you were like, I don't know. No, we know this about me. I didn't have a past life. Oh, you're a new soul. I'm a new soul. You're learning That's... everything for the first time. That's why I've never experienced deja vu. Then you need to have a one night stand. <laughs> This is your first go around. I definitely missed my opportunity. There was a time in LA where I was single for like a second (laughs) and there was this really, really hot guy. We were vibing. We were, it was a group of friends. We were at a Mexican restaurant and it was that perfect opportunity to have a one night stand and I didn't go for it and I regret it. And then a few months later, he turned up in a Taylor Swift music video. Oh man. And I was like, there's that guy I could have banged. It's the one night stand that got away. (laughs) It's a shame. Shame. Oh, well, you know what? It's not like you haven't had wild sex experiences. True, true. Now that I live alone, it's the first time I've ever lived alone. How's it going? At 36. Are you enjoying it? Because I've always had flatmates or lived with someone or whatever. Yeah, and i got to say, I wish it was something I had prioritised younger. Oh, I agree. Yeah, I think it's something I would really like to encourage my kids to do. Mm. Is I mean, it's going to be so fucking expensive for them to live alone. I don't even know if it's possible. They'll be living in some space pod hovering above their university or whatever (laughs) (laughs) like you really do learn a lot about yourself and what your habits are and what your wants and your needs and when you only have your own rhythm to sort of work with it's just a really different experience I really wish I had tried living alone I just never would have been able to afford it wait when have you not lived alone can we just track your well I lived at home with my parents and my sister then I moved out into a share house and then another share house and then I moved in with my ex my god yeah you have never lived alone no I've done so much time living alone I know I lived alone for the first time at age 24 Mm -hmm. and from that moment onwards I never flat shared again I had partners who I lived with that's different living alone is such a unique experience yeah I loved it yeah I'm I gotta say I'm quite attached to it it's really great Mm. I mean obviously I'm not alone full-time I have the kids half the time but when it's just me yeah it's a really different rhythm and I I I wish I had priority it younger I think it's really important what have you discovered what are your takeaways from living alone um I think it's obviously really important to learn how to share a space with people and you do that when you first flat share and there's so many argy bargies and you suddenly see yourself as not just from your family unit in, with your family's quirks oh we don't do that in our family or we don't do it that way or why are you doing something that way and you're like oh god yeah okay and you start to learn about yourself that way I guess when you have your own space you do learn about yourself but you're not ticking anyone off or it's not like eggshells or anything you just get to sort of marinate in what your needs are i think it's brilliant 
I think it's, it's really good. so appealing to me. I can see how people who've lived alone for a while, like getting into their 30s and 40s, get would stuck in their ways. Get stuck and sort of would find it hard to suddenly start yeah. to share a space with someone. I think it's it would be dangerous for me to live alone for too long yeah. because then I would be completely incapable of sharing the space. Yeah. I just like having things how I like it, you yeah. know? Like, get it. And not be like cleaning up anyone else's shit or like, can you do that? Can you do that? I really like having my dresser with that vase there and that thing there and there's not like some random shit there. It's nice. Let me tell you a story. When I was at uni in Perth attending WAPA, I flat shared with two boys and one of the boys, I shit you not, he used to eat dinner on his lap on the couch in front of the TV, finish his meal and just slide his empty plate and cutlery under the couch. And what? then there would be yeah, to what end? Well then there'd be like a graveyard <gasps> of plates Ew. and rotting old leftover food Ew. and cutlery. Was, was he planning on getting them at some point? His logic was do it all at once. Oh at the end of the week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shit. It's disgusting. It's disgusting and unhygienic and would bring rats and shit. Oh god. Ew. I don't know. Was why? that the crack shack? No, that was before the crack shack. Oh, it's so gross. The crack shack was also gross in another way. I also then moved to another share house and lived with three boys, yeah, different yeah. boys. Fuck. And at the very start of us living in this house, it was called the crack shack. We hosted the annual porn party. <laughs> this is so drama school and so niche. Yeah, very niche. But anyway, can you imagine a party with like over a hundred people at your house all dressed skanky debaucherous as hell but we never properly cleaned the kitchen after that party for like a year and i remember we were doing tequila shots all night in the kitchen and for months later even a year later there were still lemon wedges <laughs> just it, like wedged under the skirting board it's so gross it's so gross and i remember we had a rostra of who had to clean what part of the house. And can you imagine trying... Because, of course, we have no money. Like, yeah. we cannot afford a cleaner. No. We're uni students. I was eating canned tuna and rice for dinner every single night of the week. I just remember getting the duties to clean the bathroom this one time. And Ugh. I was like, three boys Yuck. who are drunk, have no aim, and trying to scrub the floor. Like, I used to I used to wear shoes into the bathroom. And in summer, so you didn't get an STD on your foot soles. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Gross! And in summer, I'd wear my thongs and my thongs would like stick to the... Oh my God. You know what I don't have time for? (laughs) Fucking boys in bathrooms. Disgusting. It's disgusting. Uh, I've been thinking about this with Iggy. Mm -hmm. I'm curious to know what you're doing with Teddy. Are you raising Teddy to put the seat down? Absolutely. Actually, he doesn't lift it up. Okay. I'm I'm raising him to aim. And then I'm fastidious with making him clean up his... Friends. His little way around. I'm like, ah, 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 you missed the spot. And he's very good now. He'll like do a win and he'll clean up his mess, Good. flush the toilet, wash his hands. Yeah, no, I'm, I want to have a house-trained man for whoever loves him later. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want a gross boy. No. Nah. Nah. Nothing's grosser than a gross man. <laughs> you know what I didn't know was not a thing? I thought you make a cup of tea and you just chuck his tea bag in the sink and then when you do the dishes that night or like clean up the kitchen, you just scoop all the tea bags up and chuck them in the bin. That's how I grew up, okay? That's how I was raised. Hate it. Everyone hates it. Everyone I've ever lived from flatmates to partners to whatever has hated my tea bags in the sink and I just like find it a really hard habit to break because why is it such a big deal because Revs you do it at my house I know. 
It drives me crazy because it's double handling. No, but just, you don't want to drip it on the floor. That is a technique. I know, but if you just leave it in the sink to the EOD and then you scoop them all up, give it a squeeze, one thing in the bin, no drips on the floor. No tea drips on the floor. Uh, no, you're not a tea bag in the sink. I girl. just know the majority of DLs are going to agree with me on this one. Oh, you People, do, do you? You're cocky. But, She's getting cocky. But Rebs, you come over yeah. and you leave the tea bags in the <laughs> sink and you haven't hung around long enough to get to the second part which is to then <laughs> grab all your tea bags do one big squeeze and chuck them in the bin no i go and clean iggy's milk bottle and i'm like fucking tea bags <laughs> then it becomes my privacy was here <laughs> my husband is not good at throwing out an empty loo roll and uh, that gets under my skin a bit i'm like stack up like so who, who, who's gonna put those in the bin babe you know, they just magically disappear. There's some oh, toilet roll fairy that oh. comes and collects them. No, babe, it's me. Yeah. I'm the one who gathers your empty loo rolls and puts them in the bin. Do you not have a little bin by the loo? You just uh, chuck them in when they're done. Do you know, interestingly, hmm. since I transitioned to the cup... Mm. Oh, no need. I don't need a bin next oh. to the loo. Because what else do you put in there? I guess empty toilet rolls. Yeah, I guess empty toilet rolls. Yeah. Well, every now and then you've got like, you open a fresh toothbrush, you chuck the thing in there. No, or I, like, I chuck that in the main bin. Like take it down yeah. and chuck it in the main bin? Yeah. Well, yeah. Here you go. Horses for courses. <laughs> Everyone lives differently. We've all got our little quirks. I do find it fascinating. Here's a question. Toilet paper. Yeah. Over. Over or under? Over. I think, I, I see people ask this question and I'm like, I don't know, whichever way it comes. It, I don't have a preference. Oh no, I do. I have a strong preference. And when I put it on, I don't know if it's going down or, I, I don't, I've never paid attention. God. No. No, I'm over. Over you're all the Gotta way. be over. Well, because when it's under, you're like, where are you, Ed? <laughs> when, <laughs> when it's on top, I'm like, there you are. Yeah, nice, nice. Doesn't Full visibility. Yes. So when my sister moved in with her now husband, her little ritual is she makes a cup of tea and takes it to bed. And so she would stack up by like day three, three teacups stacked by her bed. And then by the end of the week, there's like five. And then, you know, she'll only really take them down and wash them when she needs one. I feel like this is a very universal issue for a lot of people. <laughs> so he's always just like absolutely railed at her for the like stack of cups by her bed. Yeah. My husband does this with water glasses. Oh, you've got to get a water I'm always like, oh, look at this graveyard of glasses by your bed. Mm -hmm. I wonder who's going to take them down. Do you drink water in the night? I don't. And I certainly could never have a cup of tea before bed because I would 100p be pissing from 1am through to 5am because tea just goes through me. Yeah, right. I drink a full water bottle, 750ml every night in my sleep. What? Don't remember doing it. I go to bed with a full 750ml water bottle. I wake up with an empty water bottle amazing i know it's impressive i've even tried to like up my water in the day thinking like i must need it like well, i'm not drinking enough water blah, blah, blah. Nope. every single night go to bed with a full and if i don't have that full bottle by my bed that's like my weird anxious bedtime yeah. ritual i need to have it full it can't be half full it can't have a bit in it it can't even be three quarters full it's gotta be full to the brim ready for me to down in my sleep and do you get up and pee in the no, night never I have a very large pee in the morning. <laughs> I bet. We call that the morning we. Jim, this has been a scintillating episode. It really has. We've really covered nothing at all. Can I laden you with more useless facts? Yes. Fun fact. Okay. You know the whole eight cups of water a day you mm -hmm. should be drinking? Meh, yep. meh, meh. It's baloney. Oh, It's what? been debunked. Oh, what is it now? Everybody needs a different amount of water. Oh. 
So, for example, you mm-hmm. need to smash whatever mill bottle Three liters of water. a day, I reckon. Yeah. yeah. Me, I could get by with half a glass of water a day. What? Yeah. You don't get headaches? No. Nope. I, I get headaches if I've had no water all day. But half a glass yeah. and you're right? I'm fine. Oh, what I, does that mean? Does that mean you're made of more water or less water? It just means that if you and I were stuck on a desert island, I'd live I'd longer. outlive you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because you'd be like one hour into our island adventure and you'd be like, and I'd be like on day three being like, I'm good. Time to have some Revzi ceviche. (laughs) (laughs) I spy a lime tree. (laughs) God, those double D's are going to feed me for weeks. (laughs) That was really full circle. It was full circle. Well, I feel like we're at the not sponsored part of the evening. Hit me with your nut spun. Why don't you hit, hit me, me with your nut spun? We <laughs> <laughs> really uh, dropped the ball there. I have a clothing brand. Okay, I did one last week. Did that- I? <laughs> yes, I did. Kavari. Kavari. Hit me with your clothing brand. Oh, girl. Got <laughs> some tone there. That was sexy. Oh, thanks. Um, okay. It, this is not a new brand. It's not. I don't even particularly know if it's online. I just, I went to the mall on the weekend. Remember the mall? Yeah, it's back, baby. Yeah, shops are back. It was a Westfield Tiger Lily. Oh, yeah. Swimwear. It, well, I, yes, right. That's what I think. Swimwear. So much, so much clothes. Are you speaking good England? <laughs> so so many, many much clothing. <laughs> Very styles. <laughs> I don't think I can gather myself after that. Fuck. <laughs> well, we both need oh, to so badly. I know, it's tipped over into crazy. Well, anyway, <laughs> my point is... I thought it was pretty much just for bathers. No, they have lots of dresses and skirts and tops and pretty clothing. I bought four dresses. They're beautiful bodycon dresses. They're not bodycon. They're, <laughs> is... they're fitted. They're not bodycon. <laughs> that is. I'm looking at the deals. <laughs> they're not bodycon. Okay. Where's my phone? <laughs> <laughs> they're not bodycon, you guys. They're just fitted. Deals. Like they're, <laughs> they're like a ribbed stretch fabric. So on the hanger, they do look maybe like they'd be bodycon. But they're not. As if I'm Bodycon. We're just talking about tummy tucks, you fuckface. I'm wearing bodycon. I can't breathe. My my abs hurt. I've got abs. <laughs> She's back. <laughs> um, no, they're not bodycon. They're just tight. Shit. That is bodycon. No, bodycon's like when it looks like you've been wrapped like a mummy in a bandage. Deals. I took a photo. I'll post it on our stories and in the Facebook group. You decide. Okay. All right. She's out to get me with the fucking DLs. What does the con sound for in bodycon? Constriction. <laughs> Body constriction. Well, these do not constrict. Anyway, check out fucking Tiger Lily. Your turn, Jim. <laughs> it's not a sexy one. Okay. It's not bodycon dresses. Sure. But it's a brilliant water bottle brand. Okay. It's called Cactus Co. It's mm-hmm. a new business founded in the Northern Beaches. Ooh. I love supporting local. I may have given DLs a bum steer. Okay. Once upon a time, I think I recommended B-Box stainless steel water bottles for kids. Yeah. They've got this flip lid. Yeah. And... It breaks. Oh, shit. So it snaps off. And I'm sorry, DLs, if you went and bought one. I I thought they were really good. And then Iggy went through this stage where he was throwing everything off his high chair. Just chucking shit. Yes. He just keeps breaking it. And then Rafa, like, dropped her water bottle one time. And then the lid broke and you have to clip it back. It's a whole thing. Anyway, 
I've solved the problem. Everybody, your kids need a cactus water bottle. Very streamlined in their design and uh, colors. yeah, the colors are really lovely. There's like a little handle at the top. I just think the design is more suited to busy kids. Sure. And they don't leak. They keep your shit cold or your hot, whatever you need. Can you put wine in it and take it to the beach? Hungy P. I'm sold. Look at the colors. Oh, pretty. Aren't they pretty? Yeah. And they do like Smooth sustainable bottles. smoothie cups with mm. all the metal straws. Anyway, Cactus Co. spelled C-A-C-T-I-S dot C-O. Check it out. Small. Don't know if it's a mum run business. Looks- business. <laughs> Hello, <laughs> I don't know if it's a mum run business. Um, looks it. Looks it. But, you know, worth a check out. Get it in ya. Get it in ya. Get it in ya. Get it in ya. It's an Aussie thing to say. That's pretty. Oh, pretty. Yeah, lovely. Yeah, I'd like one of those. Shall we cue the outro? I've lost it. One of these days we'll have an outro to our podcast. Why'd you have to go and do that? Because you were just taking too long. I had to end it. All right, you're ready for bed. I'm ready for bed. Night, night. Bye.